Welcome. This is One Christian, One Topic. Today, our guest is Angela Marquez. Today's topic, the Australian Women Preach podcast. Let's get to it. The Australian Women Preach podcast was launched in March 2021 Mm -hmm. as a weekly podcast that has different women preach on upcoming Sunday's gospel reading. What has been your role in helping put this together? Uh, I took on the role of dealing with the emails, so the invitations and uh, requesting women who we wanted to have uh, preach and following up with them. And uh, we all worked together to make a pro forma, if you like, an invitation and the, the response to that invitation and what was required. And I deal with the emailing. So the people who want to preach who and the information that's given out. Yeah, so just the, the clerical administrative role that I also wanted to preach. So I've had the chance to do that as well. What has been kind of the response? Because I guess you're the front person in reaching out, communicating with these different preachers. What has been their kind of initial reaction and kind of what has been just the overall feedback from their experience? Um, I guess I'd say that the response has been varied, but overwhelmingly positive. Um, majority of people that we ask have uh, have said yes. Um, there's been a few people who've said no, a few people who've asked to preach later in the year or we haven't had replies from, but uh, for the most part, uh, the invitation we've sent out has resulted in a sermon and then we we ask for feedback after the whole process, and it's been overwhelmingly positive. Um, we've got Louise Marr is our amazing producer, and she makes everyone just feel so relaxed and calm when they are recording. And so the experience, I think, has been positive for women. Uh, some women have had uh, lots of experience in, in public speaking, and other people have not ever had that chance and I think hearing your sermon be broadcast in that light, in that public space is really exciting. So that would be 60 plus episodes and guests. So looking back on this, I would say growing and substantial amount of episodes, what stands out for you? I think, do you mean what has been, you know, surprising or what is just the best Uh, Anything, anything. I think just more what's the macro uh, overall thing you've learned or kind of just thought about and was like, oh, didn't realize that. And communicating and just looking at the podcast, how it finalized. Yeah, I think, um, well, I spoke to the whole group um, about, you know, parts that were really um that really stood out for all of us so i guess i'm it's been a collaborative process and the way we have all worked together um comes i mean i we all live in different states and i have personally never met any of the women um in person only on zoom every week um, who are involved in this project there's six of us and for me the the, from a personal um, perspective, it's just knowing that I've created, I'm part of a group that's making change in the world 
um, change in our church space. But these um, women are just amazing. And I feel like I've got five really amazing friends out of this whole experience that, um, and I've never actually met them. I think from the group's perspective, um, the, a comment that came out was that what we're doing is, is subversive. You know, we are protesting against the lack of women's voices in the public sphere um, and the lack of ability for many women to preach the gospel. And But what we're doing is also generative and creative and the response of the women and the response of the public is um, just, it's positive. There's, it, it doesn't feel like there's any negativity in the whole process. Um, we also heard from, uh, we've had some feedback that our podcast is actually keeping women's voices and women's preaching in the forefront of the minds of the members of the plenary council so if we can have some impact on that as well that's exciting <laughs> really i mean i personally think it's a very much needed outlet or, or even podcast but can you speak about the back end challenges amount of work that's kind of needed i know you kind of uh, imply that there's a team but just that kind of coordination and you mentioned that you guys are in different states What's that back end things that the listeners may not know that kind of, you know, it, it takes for all this to come about every every week? I think it, it really is collaborative. So um, I guess we discuss, we meet every week and to discuss a, you know, have we got preachers for the next round, who, who we might use for the next, who we might invite for the next round, um, deal with the the emailing information that's come through but from when we invite when we choose the preacher uh, invite the preacher hear back from the preacher and respond from that moment then they they have a conversation with our producer and that is a 40-minute process a bit like um, what we're doing so as a zoom uh, where they will record and uh, Louise will work through that with them and um, then produces it. I don't know how much work that actually is. You have more of an idea of that. Um, and, and edits it, sends it to Tracy McEwen, who um, is one of the first members that I spoke about earlier who had the idea with Patricia Gemmel. She listens to that and uploads it on our website. The website is maintained by Rebecca Beasler and she also does the uh, Canva posts um, for Facebook um, and promotes it and she's our publicity person who gets gets it out there. I'm, I'm hopeless with things like Facebook and, and Twitter and any kind of social media and so Beck's really um, great on that. And we've got, we then listen to the when the podcast is released. You know, uh, Trisha Gemmel, who does lots of promoting and writing, is a brilliant writer uh, to different agencies or different papers and um, journals. Uh, she listens and chooses a quote. 
from what the woman has been speaking about and that's sent to either Beck or myself to create another Facebook post. And we, you know, it's, 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 it's very collaborative. Um, each, each meeting, um, we've got our amazing secretary and treasurer, Colleen Rowe, who does just takes all of the amazing <laughs> minutes and never misses anything. Um, and Elizabeth Lee, who has always got a variety of different preachers who um, she's suggesting um, for for future podcasts. And I think just the six of us work together really, really well. And so, yes, it, there is a lot of work, but I only see the emailing side of it really and the, uh, the weekly meetings. You mentioned that, that everyone meets, everyone comes together and kind of decides I think you mentioned rounds. I, I, I love it. I, I think it's a diverse group of preachers. I, I love how it's the balance of lady, religious, Catholic, non-Catholic, young, not so young, Aboriginal. Like, I, I just love it. And I know, I know it's a team uh, communication, but I guess just for you, who do you feel, even with everyone that you included thus far, who do you still feel needs to be invited to kind of continue in this inclusivity? Well, I think that our intention has always been just to be open to anybody, um, everybody and anybody. Um, so many women in Australia, in the world, who don't have the chance to speak. So that's why our selection process is really, we, we don't actually have one we, we we look to our networks um and we have recommendations we have people who uh contact us and say that they would like to preach or that they have their mom or their um wife that would like to uh, preach we want to have you know the diversity of women who have got theological training women who've never had theological training but people who women who who can bring their own, the essence of what their life is. The, the main uh, part of Australian Women Preach, I believe, is giving women the opportunity to reflect upon the gospel and bring it to their own, bring their own experience to that gospel. So making that, making the gospel relevant for today, that is the most important thing. So who still needs to speak probably everybody <laughs> you know there are so many women who want to who need to speak and but there are women who we would love to have preach who who don't want to do a sermon you know um tracy McEwen is this you know she's just an incredible speaker and she i'd love to hear her uh give a sermon but that's not the thing that she would like to do. She's um, she's integral to, you know, the contacts and um, the networking and she's, I don't know, she's involved, she's superwoman, involved in any, anything and everything. And um, there are lots of women who I'd love to hear speak who've said no. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I can name, name up people who I want to have preach I think it's sort of like that 
boxes boxes people into a something that that's not what we're about. We we want to be open to allow people to speak. Too often, women are um, just denied that opportunity. How much structure or instruction do you give each invited guest? You know, how do you balance kind of having a standard format for the podcast, but at the same time allowing each speaker to express themselves in their own preaching style? Well, I think Louise Ma, uh, she gives an intro and um, the standard intro and outro and introduces the uh, preacher, but even that bio is whatever the preacher has offered to us. And so we don't actually have a standard format at all. We want it to be just about uh, the women bringing their experience to that gospel. So I guess um, to give an example, we had Louise Gosbell and she had her uh, sermon signed for Auslan, um for the deaf community, and uh, that's the only podcast that we've had that's actually up on YouTube. So we changed the format and everything for the way we did um, her episode. Danielle Ann Lynch, who does the music at, in our intro and outro, um, she's a music musician and theologian, and uh, she sang her beautiful song into silence in um, in her episode in one of the earlier episodes and then we had a a group preacher um, preaching on palm sunday where the preacher worked with another teacher and two students at their school in cairns in far north queensland and delivered incredible reflections as as a group so i think we're really open to to diversity in both in what people want to say, how they want to deliver it, um, and yeah, we're 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 not we're not closed, and we definitely don't have a set format. Is there a time limit? Well, we in our invitation we say that it should be between twelve and fifteen minutes, um, and usually it's about I think that's about fifteen hundred words or something um, if you're writing it. Um, and people, people have gone over, women have gone over, and some some women have had, you know, much shorter than that. Um, but, yeah, Louise works works through that and, and does incredible things that you and she know and I don't. <laughs> so somehow make it, it always. I, I think they, they are rarely um, much over 15. That's generally where we want to aim it. I saw that Bishop uh, Vincent Long wrote a supportive letter mm-hmm. back in 2021, uh, mentioning that he uses it, he, he listens to the podcast and uses it as a reference in preparation for his homilies. What other feedback have you heard that surprised you or, or you know, kind of just was kind of interesting, both from either the speakers or the audience? I have heard of people, yes, definitely Bishop Long has been a great supporter and other priests I have heard listen to the podcast in preparation. Uh, I, for one, would use the podcasts as an inspiration for reflections that I was um, giving as part of my community. And I think 
you know, one of the stories that comes to me is one of the preachers who was so excited to go to Mass on her Sunday and hear the the priest preaching um, her gospel, her gospel, and her mum leaning over and poking her in the ribs and saying, you said that. <laughs> no, I think um, everyone has you know, very varied experience, but I think there's something to be gained or gleaned from from hearing a variety of different people preaching on the word. Um, and in Catholic circles and in some Anglican circles in Australia um, and in the world, you only ever hear, you know, the one the one voice on the on the weekend or on the on the mass. So listening to as many different interpretations of the gospel as you can during that week. I mean, we release it on a Monday morning and it, it's getting you prepared already for what you're going to hear or what you're going to do throughout the week or what the gospel um, that's going to be proclaimed. So yeah, I think I think it's um it's definitely useful for uh, priests and uh, deacons and whoever else to listen to Australian women preach and perhaps bring in, you know, something of a world that they might not have experienced, probably not experienced, you know, if they're <laughs> clerics or unmarried, unmarried and not living in a family and, you know, women are bringing a really uh, diverse uh perspective to the gospel well i can't stop saying how much i appreciate this because I, I really do feel i mean i i personally have just gone you know and uh entered on a search engine sunday reading homily sermons and generally it's generally the same kind of a, a group you know males and usually does provide pretty much the same generic um perspective so when, when I found Australian women preach, I, I was like, wow, this is so refreshing. I personally want to thank you so much, everyone, putting this on. But, um, you know, before I end every interview, I ask all my guests the same questions. The first is, what is one scripture verse or part of the Bible that really resonates with you and why? Um, I think along with Elizabeth Schussler Fiorenza, I would have to say in memory of her, uh, the woman who washes Jesus' feet with her tears and dries them with her hair. It's found in all four Gospels. And I really believe that in this uh, Gospel passage, Jesus is speaking and talking about the world that he envisages, that he dreams of. And it really is a, it's almost painful when I think of it because, you know, there's so much that's, so much that's denied um, because of whether you were born with male or female genitalia. We are all God's children or we are all of God. We are all born of, born in the image of God creation is the image of God and there's so many rules and regulations that uh, 
don't acknowledge the women, don't acknowledge women's contribution. You know, Jesus says, wherever the gospel is proclaimed throughout the world, what she has done here will be proclaimed in memory of her. Sorry, it just makes me really emotional. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing you now and I'm like, wow, that that's why women's voices need to be kind of heard and just kind of understood. Because I feel like even, even you expressing this, I'm sure many men probably never even considered that emotion. And if you don't hear it, how would you understand that that's where people are coming from? And no, I, I appreciate you uh, expressing that because I, I, and that's why, I, again, I keep loving the podcast because it creates that platform for, for, you know, your, your, your voice and all the other um, guests you had and will have to put it out there and, and people to actually listen and, and grow from that. I think that's where I, I would like to say as a, family of God, we, we can then start actually understanding each other and then be finally in communion with each other and God, because, because we are finally talking to each other, understanding each other. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry if I cut you off. I, <laughs> I, no, I, no, not at all. I, I, I guess um, it, it always reminds me of the last moments of a, of somebody's life and how this woman is, um, able to anoint Jesus for his burial, or at least that's one of the readings, uh, all the way of interpreting that one of the scriptures. And that sacrament, uh, pr to provide that sacrament is denied to women. And, you know, there'd be, I just imagine what that would be like, or I, I know what that is like with my father. My father died last year and um, I was there in those final moments of his life and that you are not the person who can be called on to somebody in their final moments to administer the sacrament of the sick um, because you're a woman. is It's just a, it's a very emotional thing for me. So <laughs> sorry, you didn't cut me off I'm <laughs> at all. The, the other way I look at it is I appreciate the way technology has opened a path because whereas before, before technology, there, there wouldn't be a podcast uh, for folks to kind of have this platform to listen to. And I, I'm like, technology has at least allowed that um, people who may be willing or, or even not even considering having the ability to listen to women preach. Now, now there is that. Um, and it's not, even if it's right now, has to happen outside of church buildings at least that's a possibility and hopefully the the hope or anticipation is it will finally be able to come together and um, you know pass through those um, church walls uh the other question i had for you is what is one word or or a couple of words that you would like god to use in describing you so I don't believe in an anthropomorphic God, so I don't believe that uh, God would use words to describe me or anyone. I always think of the reading in 1 Kings where Elijah's looking for God in the earthquake 
the wind or the wind goes past, the earthquake goes past, the fire goes past and God's not there and God is found in the sheer silence. So I hope that God might find me in the silence, in the roar of the deafening silence and striving to speak and to be heard. I, I love that. <laughs> As a side note, I love that. Um, and the last thing I, I would ask, um, is there anything we can help promote or you like others to support or any final comments? Well, I think Australian Women Preach owes so much to the Grail in Australia, which is, of course, the international um, Grail, and also WATAC, Women in the Australian Church. So looking to those two incredible organisations and those networks, um, they have been so supportive financially and uh, in their integrity and our working out our values. Um, but basically, I think just listen to these incredible women, the incredible women each week. Um, share the podcast, just share, share, share the link, share the link. I think um, <laughs> the girls would tell me. And yes, promote it wherever wherever you see fit because the more people who listen um the greater the word the greater the word is spread that doesn't actually make sense does it the word is spread um as in the word and yeah it's just share the link well i definitely have and we'll continue to share the Australian Women Preach podcast. And I look forward to continue hearing all the upcoming preachers. Thank you again, Angela, for granting us this interview and sharing about the behind the scenes and your own personal self. And thank you, too, the listener. We hope you keep tuning in for other episodes and keep sharing both podcasts, the Australian Women Preach and the One Christian, One Topic podcast with others. God bless us all.